RVFTA's Campground of the Week is sponsored by Jayco. To view their complete line of RVs, visit jayco.com. And by Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts. To find a campground near you, visit campjellystone.com. America the Beautiful. There is adventure to be found around every corner. And there is no better way to explore it than by staying at one of our country's 14,000 campgrounds. Our team of correspondents will guide you to the best places to park your rig or pitch your tent. On each week's episode, we'll give a complete review of one campground, location, activities, amenities, best sites, and tons of other insider intel. Plus, we'll talk about regional highlights, food, culture, attractions, family fun, and all things great outdoors. From the East Coast to the West Coast, and from the Great Lakes to the Mississippi Delta, it's time to hit the open road with RVFTA's Campground of the Week. Our guest correspondents are Karen and David Toast. Karen and David live and work in Silicon Valley. They and their young kids are weekend warriors who love to explore California and beyond in their Winnebago Vista. For the past three years, they have been enjoying frequent weekend getaways along with longer summer and holiday road trips. And they chronicle their adventures on Instagram at The Camping Playlist. And you're going to want to make sure to go follow them there because they're very fun on Instagram. They also love to pair their journeys with the perfect soundtrack and have started sharing some of their favorites on Spotify. Also at the camping playlist. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi, guys. Hey, how are you? Hey, we're we're on Spotify too, but I don't really know how to work Spotify, so <laughs> I'm so we'll, unhip. <laughs> we'll give you a hand. Okay, I need a tutorial for you guys so I can follow your. You, on, on, on Instagram playlist. recently, you guys like asked your followers what people were listening to, and I think I said phosphorescent, and, and you approved, and I felt I kind of was like a little ray of yeah. sunshine in my life. Yeah, all day. I was I was very impressed. That's a that's one of our new favorites. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right, where are you guys taking us to this week? So we are taking you to the Smithwoods RV Park uh, in the Santa Cruz Mountains um, in Felton, California. And this is like a go-to for you guys, right? It is. It is. It's about 45 minutes from where we live, but it's one of those places that you just, after a short drive, feel like you've actually gotten away. So yeah, we love it. Oh, those places are crucial. And we always want all of our listeners to find that really awesome place that's somewhat close to home that they can just escape to during a weekend. So this will be a great option for people in Northern California. And we can't wait to hear about it. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Jayco. Jayco's Precept Class A motorhomes come with Jayco's exclusive J-Ride Plus ride and handling package and an industry-leading two-year limited warranty to make the trip just as luxurious and comfortable as your time at camp. Visit your local Jayco dealer or jayco.com for more information. Jayco, generations of family fun. All right, Karen and David, if there's anything else about the location you want us to know, go ahead and tell us, and then just tell us what type of campground this is. Perfect. Yeah, so I would would call this a a small to medium private park. Um, I think rustic is a good way to put it. It's it's a no frills type of park. Um, You're not going to get the jump pillows. You're not going to get, you know, the massive 
you know, hay rides that go through the park, but you're going to get yourself submersed in, into the Santa Cruz Mountains, which is just beautiful scenery with, you know, redwoods that date back, you know, 1500 years. Um, what I would say is um, it is off of uh, Highway 9 in, in the Santa Cruz Mountains, and you have to go up through Highway 17, which is it's not as wide as, as an interstate, let's say, you know, Interstate 5 or 80 here in California. So you'll have a, a little less room, you know, next to your lanes. And, and you're going through some minor grades, nothing too major. But ju just want folks to be prepared for that. And, and then the other piece is it's off Highway 9, which if you pass the campground, it can you can get into a, a pretty uh, narrow stretch, which I'd say is not big rig friendly. So don't just trust, you know, your, your nav or or your app, you know, give them a call and make sure that you're getting there and, and getting your directions. Just the other thing that I would say is that the, the thing that this campground has going for it is location, location, location. Um, you're, as I mentioned, you're kind of tucked away in the redwoods and feel like you're away, but you can drive 15 or 20 minutes and be at the beach. You can drive an hour and be in Big Sur and explore the most beautiful part of the California coast. You can drive an hour north and be in, in San Francisco. So it is just for people who don't live in California and are coming to visit. It's such a great central spot to be able to set up camp and be able to explore far and wide. Great tip that you, what is your close to home quick weekend getaway could be a great base camp for other people who want to explore this really amazing RV destination. Oh, absolutely. We've seen folks on, on social media, you know, they're, they're driving up the California coast, going up to Oregon, and they're looking for, you know, a good, a good spot to stay around the Bay Area. And this is definitely, um, I put that high on the list. Does this hit a bit of a sweet spot for your family? Because the last time you guys were on, I, I peered deep into your camping souls. And I kind of <laughs> deduced that like you guys like a little bit more like a quieter state park type atmosphere, which I know that this is a private campground. And, you know, your kids love all those things you just mentioned, the bounce pillow, like you had at that KOA outside of San Francisco. So does this one make everybody happy? You know, it does. It does. It's not. So I think to be fully, you know, full disclosure, the kids, I think it took them a minute to adjust to this one. And I think the reason for that was that the first weekend we stayed there, it was vintage RV weekend or vintage, vintage camper weekend. So there was, it was filled with vintage campers, largely owned by, um, older couples by older couples. I mean, our age, um, which is sad to say. Um, <laughs> but, um, so there were fewer kids running around. There was so much eye candy for the adults, but there was, you know, it wasn't as busy a weekend for the kids. Um, and so they were, I think they were kind of like, I don't know about this place, but the, we happened to bump into the owner at one point And he said, this is the one weekend we don't have a ton of kids. Normally there's 150 kids running around. And so the second time we went back, there's, you know, there isn't the huge playground, but there's enough for them to explore and just kind of build their independence going on bike rides and things like that, that, um, they it's quickly become one of their favorites as well. All right. Now you talked to us a little bit about the surrounding area, but what does the campground itself actually look like? We noted that it's kind of a little state parky. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so it's it's I guess the perfect way to, to describe it. It's it's a bit more rustic, right? You you drive up and there is a a pretty wide area where as a big rig you can you can pull up, you know, disconnect. 
Um, and it's just a small little office, right? They don't have necessarily a, a camp store. They might have, I guess you call it a camp corner of their office um, with some supplies. And they have ice cream sandwiches, which our kids love, of course. But it's just, you know, you're immersed in these redwoods, right? And there's just, you know, a few roads leading here and there. And it's you know, just, you know, the you can hear the birds chirping and, you know, just... Um, you, you really feel like you're out in the middle of a state park, even though it's a private park in, in the middle of the mountains. So sounds how like much heaven, right? it, it sounds pretty <laughs> heavenly to me. Yeah. I, we got to get the boys out on a big I California know. road trip. So how much does it cost to camp here? And is it really hard to book sites? Yeah, you know, booking sites has not been difficult for us. And, and to be honest, other than the vintage trailer weekend, um, n- it's never been booked as far as the, the trips we've taken there. I would say on a holiday weekend, all bets are off. Everything books up in, in Northern California. Um, as far as rates go, I'm guessing anywhere between 55 to 65 per night. So pretty reasonable for California standards. Um, you know, I think May through September, October is their peak. So it might be a little bit more expensive. And and we tend to go for their premium spots, which is this little location called The Point. And it's a a bit of a cul-de-sac that overlooks the San Lorenzo River. And there's about seven spots there. And you're just tucked away. And uh, it's really private and a great location of the park. And so those tend to be, I'd say, maybe five or ten bucks more a night. But really reasonable for for California standards and and RV parks around here. And do you choose those sites partly because you have a Class A motorhome, or is it more just about where they're situated? It's more about where they're situated. Um, And they're right in front of... They have this huge, massive rubber tire, and they have all these, you know, kid dump trucks and toys. It's their version of a campground playground um but literally it's the most there's like a a hollowed out tree stump and a tire and a few dump trucks and it's hours of endless entertainment for the kids and it's actually within you know we can view it actually from our windshield so if you know we're having our morning coffee and we haven't gotten out of the rig yet you know we can still see our kids and know they're okay um but yeah as far as sites go um, I didn't see any that, you know, would be, you know, not big rig friendly or for class A's or trailers. They, they all seem pretty, um, they, they seem big enough for that. Um, and, um, and they do have a few others that they call, I believe, their Bigfoot sites. And I think they have about maybe three to five of those. And those are for, you know, the really large, you know, 35, 40 foot rig. And I believe those have 50 amp service as well. Well, you guys should feel good about letting them play in that, you know, whatever it is, playground, because really, (laughs) I think the research, yeah, I think the research shows that those kind of playgrounds are better. So we're going to roll with you. It's an imaginative (laughs) play zone. (laughs) It is imaginative play. All right. Now, well, so besides the imaginative play zone with tires and hollowed out tree stumps, um, what other kind of amenities are here? So there is, um, there's a billiard room, uh, a very modest billiard room with pool table. Uh, there is a swimming pool, which has never been particularly overcrowded, but is lovely. It's heated. Um, there is a little baseball diamond and ping pong table. So there's, you know, definitely things to keep you busy. And then in very, a very short walk away from the campground, actually through another campground is a path that takes you into the Henry Cowell state park. Um, and you know, dozens of, of hiking trails for various levels of hikers in really close proximity. So there's certainly things to keep you busy. And our kids being five and, and seven, 
really did not struggle on that hike. It was really a breeze for them and, and they loved it. So um, for families with young kids, don't worry about the hike to, to Henry Cal. It's pretty easy. Well, that's great to be able to access that right from the campground. We always love it when there's like a bike path or something that you can just do right from the campground. And and there's a lot of um, swimming areas. The Henry Cowell, uh, the San Lorenzo River, um, which Swim runs holes. along the the state park, um, is has is known for swimming holes. So there's a ton of very you know kid friendly, family friendly places that you can easily access. Um, from the from the campground. It sounds like California from the 1950s. Like it sounds like this is like the California that a lot of us d- uh, don't think exists anymore. It kind of feels like that. I had never really thought about it that way, especially. But now that you mention it, coming from the hustle and bustle of Silicon Valley, uh, driving 30 minutes, it does sort of feel like you go back in time. And and you know we'll probably talk about this a little bit later. But you know Wi-Fi. Reception. Wi-Fi and cell service is not great, so it really is like going back in time. Karen, you stole my segue. That's exactly what I was going to say. Well, I'm here to help you out. (laughs) So we really need to leave our phones sort of, you know, in the future when we step into the past here in California. You're kind of of forced to unplug whether you want to or not. And uh, in the end, I think nobody ever regrets it. So, um, yeah, it's but definitely the Wi-Fi service is not. Uh, yeah, it's definitely there. You know, if you walk up to to the main office, you'll get you know you can upload a photo or you know refresh your feed. That that'll be fine. Um, but at your site, forget about it. Uh, it's not going to be there. And at your site, you're probably not going to get cell service either. So there's many times where we have the no service, um, no bars. But if you head over five minutes into town, then voila, you know, you have service again and, and Wi-Fi. So, you know, it, it might have to do with the location and just how tucked away in, into the forest it is really, right? Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's there. It's just not going to be accessible at your site, you which is to, not necessarily a bad thing. You have to be deliberate in in accessing it. Maybe this really is like a time machine. Like, have you ever thought maybe you're going back in time here? Are there any, like, Eisenhower for president signs around? <laughs> Maybe this is this magical place. How's the customer? Jeremy's Jeremy's segueing into another storytelling podcast that he's thinking about producing uh, in the future. I feel like this is the filmmaker in you that yeah. is, is, you know, kind of storyboarding at your next idea. Don't get nervous. The, just ignore him. Let him go. The totally repressed filmmaker yes. in me. <laughs> All right, How now, is customer service? Yeah. Customer service is great, and it, it might be one of the best campgrounds we've gone to w- with that regard. It's um, every time we've called, they've been nothing but friendly. When we went back the second time, it was welcome back, and they remembered us, and you know they um, they're just really friendly and, and want to go that extra mile to, to make sure that you're happy. And I, I think it comes down a lot of the folks that work there also live there, and I think they really take pride in, in the campground and um, and will. It really really want to reflect that, you know, in their customer service. One, one of the things they do, which I like, is um, because it is, you know, there are some tight corners and there's some pretty large trees, um, they do require you to get guided into your site, um, which we actually like because they will actually, you know, they'll pull up in a golf cart and you follow them in and then, you know, one of their guys will just help you back in. And as you 
both probably know. Um, backing into a site late at night can sometimes be pretty stressful for a married Test couple. <laughs> or in the middle of the day. Let's or in the middle of the day. But they actually get you, you know, backed right into your site. And, um, you know, they, they ask that you get there, you know, before the sun goes down. But we have seen a couple of, you know, late arrivals. I think it just takes coordinating with them and making sure that they know you're coming. And I think this campground has something. It's known as the, I think it's the oldest campground, oldest RV park in the Santa Cruz Mountains or something like that. Um, but it's been owned by the same family since it opened. And I think that that family mentality that um, is clear among the staff, it's clear that the staff all kind of view each other as family. I feel like that really translates to their visitors. They want everybody to feel really at home and are very accommodating in that regard. So it's been, the, to you know pick up on what David said, um, the customer service is honestly one of the best that we've experienced in an RV park. And a 1 p.m. checkout time. Oh, oh so great. that's heavenly. <laughs> My gosh. Especially being so close by. And, you know, we've asked for a few late checkouts and they said, yeah, two o'clock is fine. And we've literally gone on a Friday night, come back on a Sunday, and we felt like we had been gone for days and days and days just because that extra few hours, you're not rushed on Sunday. You actually go take a dip in the pool before you head home. It's just great. Now, we know that the um, organized activities and recreation are a bit limited, but what else do they have in terms of that? So there really isn't anything in terms of organized activity and recreation. It's all sort of, you know, do, do on your own. Um, but as I mentioned earlier, there's, you know, there's the pool, there's the the playground, there's all these things, but there's no shortage of things to explore, but you're responsible for making your own fun. Nobody's going to make it for you, which is a kind of stark contrast to some of the other larger KOA type parks. Um, so if you're the camping playlist, you bust out the record player. You put on the record. They know how to make their fun. You pour a cocktail (laughs) and you're good to go. (laughs) They're fine. It's like like you're there with us. Yeah. (laughs) We would be because David and Garrett, we speak your language. You know, like we would do that. It's just those pesky kids sometimes are like, all right, guys, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And we're like, all right, let's get moving. You send them off to the hollowed out tree stump for the big rubber tire. You make yourself a bloody Mary. That's good parenting right there. Love it. You're you're like our West Coast doppelgangers. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) All right, guys. So I know you gave us some good insider details already, um, specifically about, you know, the area that you like the most in your favorite sites. But did you have anything else you wanted to add to that? Yeah, I think, you know, outside of the park, um, one of the the sites that we really like to go to, it's just a few miles away. It's called Roaring Camp Railroads, and it's a essentially a train station with um, steam trains that will take you through the Santa Cruz Redwoods. Um, You can take a train that'll take you all the way to the beach. Um, There's a few others that'll take you to other areas, uh, you know, within the mountains, um, and a couple of times a year, they actually bring in a replica Thomas the Train. And we actually took our kids, you know, a couple of trips ago, and they got to ride on Thomas. Um, it's a 20-minute train ride. And and then they get back, and there was just jump houses and magicians, and they just made it a big festival for the kids. So that was really great. And, you know, if you're looking for something a little more adult, they, they have concert events that go on there. I think they just had one. It was a... Um, beer and bluegrass uh, festival called the Brewgrass Festival, which I thought was pretty creative, um, and uh, and just events throughout the year. So that's one of our favorites. We really like that. And then, of course, we mentioned Henry Cowell State Park. 
um, which is you can actually hike there. Um, and then if you drive about 15 minutes to the coast, you can be at the Santa Cruz beach boardwalk and there's rides and arcades. So we frequent that with our kids and and, it's been fun. And a beach. And a beach. And an actual beach. This is so close to so many things. Surfing. I mean, if you're a serious surfer, um, and take caution and have really thick wetsuits and aren't scared of sharks, right? That's, that's probably, that's about as close as you can probably get to the beach and at a campground around there. Right. Yeah, and then there's the mystery spot. That was pretty fun too. Um, it's they they, they coined it a, a, gravi- a gravitational anomaly, I believe it is, and it's essentially it's just optical illusions in, in the hills. And but we don't know that it's a mystery, David. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the mystery spot. It's kind of um, if you drive around in Northern California at all, you will inevitably see people with these big yellow bumper stickers that they give out at the end of each tour. But it's this little spot that um, gravity is just all funky so you kind of stand at an angle balls roll uphill it's just this weird place that's sort of legendary in this area so it's a fun thing to check out and it's like eight bucks and you can reserve your tour online and it won't eat up your whole day you're there for 45 minutes the kids had a blast and um really budget friendly and it was a good time i have never heard of that ever ever oh look it up it is it now is i great. have to i know <laughs> now i have to <laughs> It seems like bizarre. Yeah. It seems like every state has a place where like balls roll uphill. Yeah, we have one of those in New Jersey. Like I think in Lodi, New Jersey, like you know, it's like, balls go uphill. Yeah. There. All right. Well, I didn't know about that one either. So clearly, I'm out of the loop of these gravitational anomalies around the world. Right? This whole area is kind of spooky. It's well, a road trip. it's a road trip waiting to happen. And you guys always take such great pictures too on your trips. So I just want to remind everyone that they can go over to rvfta.com and in the show notes for this episode in the campground review notes where you put all this information we'll also put um, a bunch of your pretty pictures that really bring the place to life because you guys are good at that you instagrammers you now we also (laughs) we also want to take a quick minute to thank our sponsor jellystone park camp resorts they have everything you need to make long-lasting camping memories they don't just throw some tires and some hollowed out logs out there they've got everything literally for those kids to keep them busy for the week And this is just the time for us to remind you that if you've been listening to our reviews of some of the biggest and best Jellystones around the country this year, from Texas to Maryland to Pennsylvania, Quarryville, these places fill up so early. And it really is a great time right now to book your spot and to listen to those campground reviews again and to think about what the best place is to be in the campground for you and to book your spot for next season. Because, you know, especially the holiday weekends, like Memorial Memorial Day and the 4th of July. People are booking them now. Yeah, they're going to be filled up. So we're just kind of giving you that little push and prod to have a great family getaway. Like for us, a camping season doesn't even, can't even happen without at least one visit to a Jellystone. So that means that you're promising we go to Jellystone Lorena. You always try to get me to promise on tape. I guess not tape anymore, right? But I'm not promising anything on the podcast. I, I want everyone. We to have promise, to hash that out in private. I want everyone to promise that they go visit Karen and David on social media. So guys, where can we find you? So we are on Instagram at The Camping Playlist, on Twitter at The Camping Playlist, on Facebook at The Camping Playlist, and on Spotify. You Wait, guessed it, at The Camping yeah, Playlist. There's a theme. <laughs> you guys are so well-branded. Good for you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. What record is in like the heaviest circulation in your home or RV right now? Then we'll let you go. Uh, oh, right now, you know, our new favorite is uh, Helena Deland from Montreal, Canada. Just 
if, if you haven't listened to her, um, do it. She is phenomenal. We really love her. I'm going to buy it without even previewing the tracks. You will. That's how much I trust It'll you. Just go. Oh, the pressure's on. <laughs> I love it. We love hearing great recommendations for campgrounds and for music. So David and Karen, thank you so much for coming back on. It was great to have you back and we'll see you at the campground. See you at the campground. Sounds good. Bye. Bye.